Hello and welcome to BDO South Africa's Sector Podcast, Frankly Speaking. My name is Limo Dedi, Sector Communication Specialist and your host for this podcast series. Our aim for this podcast is to deliver short, informative insights covering financial services, technology, natural resources, real estate and construction, media and telecoms, public sector, consumer goods, and the mid-market. Don't forget to subscribe to our Frankly Speaking podcast series and stay informed. Just visit bdo.ca.za to subscribe. The tug of war over personal data and information continues with WhatsApp releasing its new privacy policy and causing mass global panic and boycotts. Lisa Erasmus, Senior Manager within BDO's Financial Services Technology Division, is here to give us some clarity. Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for having me. Cool. So getting straight into it, um, WhatsApp caused a bit of a stir and backlash last week when users were requested to accept new privacy updates. Can you give us a rundown of what these updates actually are? Yeah, sure. So WhatsApp began alerting its 2 billion users about an update to their privacy policy. And if users want to keep using the popular messaging app, they have to accept it. The WhatsApp terms of service since the announcement has created a large amount of confusion for both businesses, individuals, technology experts, privacy advocates, and government organizations, and understandably so, as it was announced without sufficient warning or context. The key updates essentially include more information about the WhatsApp service and how they process your data, how businesses can use Facebook-hosted services to store and manage their WhatsApp chats, and how WhatsApp partners with Facebook to offer integration across the Facebook company products. Okay, so I mean, many users took these updates to mean that the app would be sharing more of their personal data with Facebook and possibly other external companies. Is is this the case? Yes, it is the case. WhatsApp is one of Facebook companies and their policy indicates that they may share information about you with their family of companies to facilitate support and integrate their activities and improve their services. Okay. Um, and since 2016, WhatsApp has shared certain data with Facebook already, you know, such as your phone number. What additional data will now be shared? The information WhatsApp shares with other Facebook companies includes your account registration information, such as your phone number, transaction data, service-related information, information on how you interact with others, including businesses, when using WhatsApp, mobile device information, and your IP ad- address, and may include other information identified in the privacy policy section entitled information we collect or obtained upon notice to you or based on your consent. WhatsApp itself also collects data about other user activity on its services, including diagnostic and performance information. This includes the features that users use, including messaging, calling, statuses, groups, including your group name, group pictures, and group descriptions. It also collects payments and business features. However, WhatsApp has emphasized that Facebook cannot read users' communications, nor does it keep logs of location data or private messages, but it hasn't been clearly defined on what Facebook companies intend to use the collected metadata for. Based on research, these purposes are primarily aimed at direct marketing, building analytical relationship mappings, and ultimately informing WhatsApp's imminent payment solution. However, the question remains, Do you as a company within South Africa have consent from everyone in your contacts to share their number within WhatsApp? 
considering papaya extends itself beyond just businesses but individuals too. I'm sure you can appreciate why this WhatsApp update is concerning to the South African information regulator. Yes, of course. So you just mentioned uh, WhatsApp's imminent payment solution. What is that? So WhatsApp are in the process of developing a payment solution um, as part of their WhatsApp services, similar to how WeChat uh, offers a service where you can pay through the application. Right. Okay. I got it. And I mean, I want to find out, I mean, many people who download apps already just, you know, accept the T's and C's without batting an eye. What has changed now? This is true. People often overlook the terms and conditions because they are too long to read or you cannot access the application without accepting the terms and conditions, which is the case with the new updates to WhatsApp. And people accept the terms and conditions without being aware of what they are technically agreeing to. These updates have caused an outcry amongst the world. And I think going forward, people will think twice before just accepting terms and conditions. Many people are resorting to other messaging apps as a result of the updates. Two of the most popular ones are Telegram and Signal, who are benefiting from a flood of new users, with both privacy-focused messaging apps charging up the charts in iOS and Android app stores. So what's the difference between WhatsApp, Telegram and Signal? I, I mean, I know they're more secure. Um, Signal offers end-to-end -end encrypted messaging, group chats, and voice calls with the option of choosing self-destruction messaging for added security. Unlike WhatsApp, Signal has super tight encryption that is always enabled, which means that third parties, law enforcement, advertisers, and the Signal sub company itself will never be able to see or retrieve your chat history. Whereas right. that's not promised on WhatsApp, for example. Um, and okay. On Telegram um, for added security, so both both Telegram and um, Signal are said to be more secure um, and have, for the most part, the same features that that WhatsApp has. Some of them don't have the features of setting a status, for example, which people enjoy about um, WhatsApp. But Telegram, for example, um, some of the features include encrypted messaging, group chats, and voice calling. And for added security, there's an option of secret chats which forces the app to delete your messages from the recipient's history on the other side. Much like Signal, Telegram also has a self-destruct option for messages to be destroyed after a set timer. So that's okay. pretty much the difference. Okay, perfect. Um, and I mean, I've seen that WhatsApp has now been forced to kind of delay its new privacy policy uh, rollout. Can you tell us more? Yeah, that is correct. Um, on Friday, the 15th of January, WhatsApp announced that it would delay the enforcement of the privacy terms by an additional three months. Therefore, the deadline will move from the 8th of February to the 15th of May 2021. The reason for the delay in enforcement was predominantly because of misinformation causing concern. WhatsApp stated, stated that they are going to do a lot more to clear up the misinformation around how privacy and security works on WhatsApp after which they'll go to people gradually to review the policy before new business options become available on the 15th of May. Okay, and, and do you think it, it's justified um, the mass hysteria that has been caused because of this privacy rollout? Should people be as worried as they are? Should people be, you know, migrating to, to other services? What is, how secure are we, really? Uh, from my side, um there are two viewpoints, um, the individual consumer and the business. In the case of the individual consumer, it really boils down to personal choice. As with any free service trading, uh, privacy for free 
use of the service. Um, however, when one considers the impact for business, I feel that the, um, there are a lot more factors to consider. Um, and I think with the miscommunication or misinformation around the, the exact updates and what would uh, be, what is going to be shared with um, the Facebook companies, um, I think people are rightfully um, concerned about about the update. Okay, so tell me about um, what the South African government is doing about the new updates um, in relation to the Poppy Act. Perfect. So the public's main concern has been around location services, uh, payments to institutions, or contacts and media sent to contacts. So the information regulator met on the 13th of January to discuss the matter pertaining to the revised WhatsApp privacy policy, which has consumed many social media users of the popular chat platforms, WhatsApp and, and subsequently Facebook. The regulator has made contact with Facebook South Africa, which has provided the regulator with the WhatsApp privacy policy, which was revised on the 4th of January 2021. The engagements with Facebook South Africa are currently ongoing. In terms of the revised policy, it appears that there are different terms of service and privacy policies for users in the European countries and in non-European countries. The regulator will be analysing whether the terms of services and the privacy policies indeed differ and whether the privacy policies applicable to users outside of Europe, which include the South African users, are in compliance with the Poppy Act. All right, and I've seen um, um, news reports that India has asked WhatsApp to withdraw the, the privacy policy update altogether. What's the difference between what our government is thinking and what other governments are thinking? So I think naturally uh, any government institutions would be concerned uh, around the updates because of the various uh, laws and regulations that govern personal information. I mean, in our in our context specifically, we obviously have the Poppy Act. In Europe, you have GDPR. Um, so I don't know if there's much difference between the uh, government in India versus any other, any other governments around the world. I think um, the whole update has ra raised an outcry amongst all or most of the government ins institutions. And um, I think maybe India might just be taking a harder stance against WhatsApp with the update. All right. So basically, all we need to do is wait and see. Yeah, I think um, so. The discussions with uh, with the regulator and uh, Facebook South Africa are still currently gone ongoing, and um, the government has said that they will obviously do everything in their power to ensure the protection of our personal information within South Africa in compliance with the Poppy Act. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for bringing clarity to this hazy subject. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for having me as well. Thanks. Cheers.